Show.com joins me. And it's two dudes. We're off with two dudes trying to figure out uh, how a woman would be, quote, a basic woman or basic bee. Uh, uh, and obviously what you need is, Ross, you could help us three dudes working on this problem here. What do you understand the term basic to mean, Mr. Callender? Um, well, I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary, as I do for all of these types of uh, slang terms that I'm not sure of. And it is, according to Urban Dictionary, it's a slang term to describe women who are perceived to prefer mainstream products, trends, and music. I, I so think that's to, probably an and or, yeah. probably not all three. Yeah. I, 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 uh, by the way, we'll explain in a moment why we're having this conversation. But for to visualize, to describe a woman as basic, you could say she, in the winter, walks around in Ugg boots and drinks pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. That would be very basic, very mainstream, very culturally reflective. Right? We agree on this? I, I, I think so. I just, just like the term Karen that I reject because I, I mean, I just, I don't like the stereotyping in general, although the truth Fair. is general. Um, but it, these are, these are popular things and cultural, you know, culturally popular for a reason, right? Like people, for some reason, they like Ugg boots. I'm not one of them. I wouldn't insult people for their poor taste uh, in boot uh, uh, choice, but that's that's Fair just me. Point, yeah. yeah, that's just me. Yeah, well, the reason, but but here's the deal, and and I understand that, but there's there's two things going on here. One, it will help us to understand what the governor's daughter is talking about here in a moment. But two, it's got it's like hipster leakage, and you, a resident of the uh, the uh, wonderful city of Asheville, is knee deep in hipsters. Indeed, and. Um, you know the thing that the thing that by by couching mainstream things and assigning those characteristics to a woman it allows another woman to insult that woman because because that woman doesn't think for herself whereas this one listens to bands you haven't heard of yet goes to places and does things very differently so she's not a sheep she's not a follower she's a unique flower and that's why all the hipsters, when I come to Asheville, are all sporting the women, those stupid brown cowboy hats, Janis Joplin hats, um, the same coveralls, depending on the time of the year. And the dudes all have the same uh, ironic tattoos and facial hair because they're all such unique individuals and flowers, Pete. Right. It's, it's where all of these unique people who are rebelling against all of the culture they all arrive in Asheville where they blend in with everybody else it is quite the yeah. dynamic yeah all right so why are we talking about this so last uh, two weeks ago I guess it's been two weeks because of Thanksgiving week uh, when we both Pete and I had been somebody had fed us a story mm -hmm. but like most people who actually attempt to practice some sort of journalistic ethics do we attempted to source the story and figure out whether it was true or not before going on the air and saying anything. And that story was, hey, everybody, the governor's daughter is going to have a wedding at Biltmore with 500 people or whatever while you're all in lockdown, and aren't they just horrible? And that was the story that neither of us were able to uh, assign any validity to, correct? Correct. And I think uh, aside from I mean, we discussed, you asked me, I think, in a message, and I think we, we went back and forth on it, but I never promoted or 
made it public or anything like that because that's irresponsible, right? Like that's you, you don't right. you don't go out and say sources say or rumor is you don't do that. And uh, to be fair, I don't know of anybody that actually reported it like that. Uh, I don't know if it would be different if it were a Republican governor, but um, nobody I, I didn't see any reporting on it, which made it more difficult. And what limited research that I was able to conduct, I found no corroboration of this story of this rumor rather that was out there but apparently it got back to the governor's office and I, and I know like the thing is I I know it's it's hard to believe that maybe this governor might do something different than he's telling everybody else to do like I don't know just spitballing here just making one up random example like marching with a crowd of people without a mask on like something like oh, that wow yeah wow. do you have proof of that though Pete do you have proof um, like, I'd have to go on to the social media to probably okay. find it. Oh. Yeah. So like, and this is why these things matter is that when you're, re- you're requiring all of this sacrifice <laughs> from everybody else while you're still, you know, taking a paycheck, um, people start looking at some of your orders as arbitrary and capricious. And then you start losing the consent of the governed, which we're seeing right or in different cities and stuff. We have now a business owner up near you, right. That, uh, just got fined yes. for, uh, for you know, discouraging masks. So when for a you sign, for a sign, she got fined for a sign. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that is the new America. I think if you can't get yeah. fined for a sign, I mean, really, what is this whole American experiment about? So uh, I, I, I think that this is sort of it's a, it's a long line now of uh, predominantly Democratic politicians who are saying do these things and then get caught not doing those things, and it undermines the no. credibility of the message. So that's that was the vein in which this story. Uh, or this rumor, I should say, uh, appeared. Well, and it appeared on Facebook, and and so uh, PolitiFact decided they would fact check it because a random person, not a journalistic entity or anything, some rando sent it around on Facebook, and mm-hmm. they must have they must have seen it. You know how these things go. And so well, yeah, it offended the fact checkers, and if you offend the fact checkers, they've got to white knight for the governor on this, just like they did with right. the uh, the fact check on the flu versus COVID death comparison, that ridiculous comparison that they made the other day uh, and then reiterated yesterday. So this is what they do, right? They It's a it's an easy dunk for WRAL and the fact checkers, although I saw the News and Observer, uh, the piece by Dawn Vaughn. It's an easy dunk on those stupid conservative spreading rumors. Right. Absolutely. Because those are the only people who who, who do things like that. Right. Um so so they denied it, whatever. It wasn't happening. It, it would be pretty easy to find out if there was a 500-person wedding going down at Biltmore. It, it wasn't happening, and uh, I think the story is it's postponed. And, you know, frankly, I got some friends who postponed their wedding until May. They yeah, were supposed to be married uh, here in this last month. Yeah. And in Asheville, uh, I might add, not there, but at another hotel, and they moved it. So that's fine, whatever. That should be the end of it, right? But it wasn't because um, – the daughter took to uh, the, the governor's daughter went on Facebook and decided to you have it in front of you. Decided I do. to both deny it, but also insult the Biltmore, which I don't understand. And women. Let's not leave them out. Women as well. Yes. Who yes. have had their weddings at the Biltmore or would like to have their weddings at the Biltmore estate. Um, she went on to Facebook and said, Dear conservative who started the rumor that I got married at the Biltmore last weekend with 500 guests. Uh, my fiance and I, and she names him, but I won't, are way too introverted for a big wedding and not basic enough for the Biltmore. If you want to make things more believable, you could have gone with like 150 people in Hobbiton. 
or something. I have no idea. I did not Google what Hobbiton is or is that a place? I don't know. But um, she says in other news, she's super excited to marry her lovely fiance in the distant future when it's safe. Um, and so, yeah, had to get a dig in, which now, to be fair, considering the way the the Cooper family acts on Facebook, um, <laughs> I, I guess we should be glad she wasn't, you know, flipping the bird at people and children in the streets uh, like our mom did a couple of weeks ago. Maybe, yeah. uh, you, know, you know, small, small victories here. Some composure. Uh, Hobbiton, by the way, is the movie set from The Hobbit. Oh my so. God! Well, there you go. There's my cultural ignorance. How do you not right know there. this? I have never read any of those. I've not read any of that. I started to try to read yeah. one of the books, and I opened it up, and there was a map, and there were all of these different races and people and names, and I said, "I'm out. I just i I don't need to learn about an entire fake world when I'm constantly trying to just keep up with this one." Hold, hang on, let me read my producer. On. So you, my, Ross told me that he was literally going to make a joke that that's what it no, was. No, I was going to make that joke, yeah. No, it's it a really you're attraction, be, man. You're being serious. I'm being serious. Wow. By the way, Pete, they made movies, man. Yeah, I, 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 I don't watch yeah, a lot of movies, movies, though, but I don't watch a lot of okay. movies either. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, plus so, with all of the memes, I feel like I've seen it. I know. I kind of know how it ends. Like, there's a ring. They fight over it, and then some like little guy gets mad. I think that's the, that's it. Yeah, yeah. no, one hundred percent nailed it. So, like Siskel and Ebert here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well, it sounds like you're, you've been apprised of uh, the what happened in Wendell mm-hmm. um, at the general store. There, this woman received a one thousand dollar fine. I, I what I find what I find troubling is that you had the chief of police and several officers that had to take the time go through and do all of this. And it, depending on where you are in North Carolina, law enforcement is just not busying themselves with this. And I, it's a thousand bucks. I, the, the, she can't be making that much money from that place right now because of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And they are just more, they were more than willing to make an example out of her. Meanwhile, tomorrow at 10 a.m., the city of Youngsville, which mm-hmm. is just up the road here, is going to have their Christmas parade. Uh, the mayor, Mayor Fonzie Flowers, which is one of the best mayor names ever, um, basically responded like this when Franklin County health officials, no doubt being prodded by the governor, who's essentially deputized these local officials. This yes. has been their big push. Uh, here is Flowers responding to that. To put it simply, if our state's health guidelines allow over 2,000 people to be in a four-acre Walmart at the same time, we believe it's safe to have a fraction of that number along our outdoor parade route that's over 18 acres, nearly five times the size of a Walmart. All right, so that's part of it. Now, uh, be careful, is, Casey. That sounds a little bit, I don't know, like data, a little bit like science bit. maybe, and maybe wow, some facts. I'll listen to you. <laughs> yeah, it, and, you know, frankly, what he's laying out, although I've been talking about it all morning, so now they're probably going to get run, it's gonna get overrun like Chapel Hill on Halloween. But, mm-hmm. um because people want a parade, damn it! I haven't heard. Is there any other parade that's happened? They, why wouldn't they go to Youngsville to watch this thing? But they will be outside. They will be spread out. They will literally be in less tight a group than they were in front of the governor's mansion when he went for a stroll. So my question to you, Pete, do you think they try to bust this up? And remember, they went over to Ace Speedway and busted that up and took that guy to court. So do you think that they mess with the city of Youngsville? That's a tough call. I don't know. I try not to speculate on this stuff, especially when you're relying on people not being stupid. So um, I don't know, because uh, I think that there's an argument that the the town could make about uh, the religious aspect. Right. Because it's a Christmas parade. 
So right. they're and it, I think they actually mentioned that it's starting in the church parking lot. So there may be some hesitancy because of that. I, I don't know, but the the logic here, I'm on the side of the mayor. Like the logic is is obvious, right? That if you're going to allow people to go inside to shop at Target or Walmart, and you're going to allow hundreds and or maybe thousands of people in a store at any given time under the capacity limits, um, then being outside, socially distanced, and they're going to have people walking around. Uh, you know, checking for compliance, making sure people are yeah, uh, distanced. Twenty six officers. Twenty six officers. They said are going to be assigned to yeah. do that. Which, and honestly, I mean, like, what are the cops doing nowadays? Because everybody's all you know, like locked down, so like crime is down, and they don't really have a lot going on since all the riots and the you know the the looting stopped. So uh, maybe this is the way they fill their time now. I I don't know. Uh, like, uh, if you're going to use the police resources. You know those that are still like on staff and who haven't quit because of all of the the anti cop rhetoric. But the ones that are still on staff, right? They, you know, they, they probably are looking for some stuff to do because uh, all the the protests and the demonstrations have ended. Yeah, uh, let me hit you with one other thing here, man, and that is uh, we we made it four whole weeks from the last election before we have to now start thinking about the next election <laughs> uh, as we have a declared Senate candidate, Congressman Mark Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a story, and I it smelled like one of those stories that was put there by uh, their people to test the waters about Laura Trump, who is from uh, the Wilmington area, mm-hmm. who we had on the show a couple times during the election, perhaps running. Uh, in, in for that Senate seat, um, and it wouldn't be the first time we've seen something like this because uh, Elizabeth Dole, obviously, mm-hmm. um, where there's name recognition, and then it, it, it carries through to that seat. So anybody else? Because everybody, everyone just assumes it's going to be Jeff Jackson, obviously, on on the Democrat side. Who do you who do you think might get in this on the Republican side? Um, well, for, uh, for the Republicans, I think. Pat McCrory, uh, obviously his name is always mentioned uh, in, in this discussion. Uh, he could run on. I, I also saw yesterday that uh, some uh, DNS registrations for websites came out and mm. Anita Earls has about four different websites. Earls for U.S. Senate, Anita Earls for Senate, stuff like that. She's a Supreme Court justice, which I'm not aware of any justice in history making that jump from the court and then campaigning for a political office while being a judge. So I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure how that looks. I'm not sure how a candidate who is a sitting judge and running for a political yeah. partisan office, I'm kind of curious how that campaign looks. And it's it, got to be a leave of absence situation. I don't yeah. know. I mean, or that a resignation. Yeah. Well, if she were a Republican, I think that would be obvious. Well, I'm, no, I'm, that is good. That's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I'm so. not so sure she. I'm not so sure there's going to be a clamor for her to resign uh, if she's a, as she's a Democrat. I just don't know. And it's and I hate thinking in those terms, but that is kind of the double standard that I've become accustomed to seeing. So, um, yeah, we shall see. I, I thought that was an interesting uh, development as well. I wonder also if Erica Smith, uh, who was uh, good, you know who ran in the primary for uh, this, you know, to challenge Tom Tillis until, you know, Chuck Schumer came down and basically, you know, stiff armed her and, uh, you know, boosted Cal Cunningham. And I'm wondering if if Erica Smith tries to get into uh, the U.S. Senate race on the Democratic side. Uh, Boy, Schumer threw him under the bus this week. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, like if you're admitting that you you were that you picked a bad pick like that, um, then. You know, maybe nobody should rely on you to make other picks in the future. Just no, spitballing. No, no, yeah. no. 
I want to I, I want to know how bad it can get. So let's do this thing. <laughs> All right, pcalendershow.com uh, and follow you on Twitter too cuz you guys you put out when the new episodes are out. That's how I usually find them. Uh, appreciate it, sir. Thank you. I appreciate the time.